Happy New Year! Welcome to a very special instalment of the Full Force Monthly brought to you by Hoarder, the collector's app. I am Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80, and on this special episode we are starting the new year with some of our favourite G.I. Joe related things of 2023, and we are looking forward to 2024. Joining me on this episode is one half of the Articulated Points YouTube channel and my regular co-host on the Full Force Weekly, it's Patrick, not Picard Stewart. We have a very talented artist who continues to get work on the brand, and someone we haven't seen for a while on the channel, it's Adam, snitches get stitches riches. Completing this international all-star team is our very own Irish Belle, an author of many amazing officially licensed books. It's Paddy, Total Action Lennon. Okay then, we are going deep on 2023 and 2024, so what are we dealing with, Pat? It's the Full Force New Year special. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. That's close enough. Uh, brilliant stuff. Uh, amazing to have you all on. It's been ages. Let's start with Adam. I haven't seen Adam in so, so long, buddy. How are you doing? You know, I'm just staying fresh, cheese bag. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> Grinding. <laughs> How fresh can you stay in the Florida heat? Oh, right now, it's not too bad, man. Okay. I'm staying pretty fresh. Okay, just you stay... Know, the, the Dolphins just clenched their playoffs. The weather is good. Can't complain. Yeah, I was watching that game for you. I was rooting for the Dolphins for you. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about uh, branding and logos later in the show. Uh, good to have you on, mate. Excellent to see you again. Um, Paddy, our international hero. How are you doing, buddy? Really good. Um, I have recovered from the NGCC jet lag and finally opened everything I bought. Oh, fantastic. Uh, just the other day. <laughs> and most of it will be uh, talked about on the show today, I imagine, as well. Or one of the uh, things. At least one of the items, yes. Awesome stuff. Uh, and Pat, how are you doing, mate? Uh, doing great. Uh, still getting caught up on a lot of things. I've been busy lately. Excited to talk about our topics, though. Yes, yeah, totally. Even though we've we've all picked the same stuff, so uh, it'll just it'll be a really <laughs> quick episode. I'm just kidding. Uh, right then, let's move on then to what we're actually here to talk about, and that is what we're looking for. Well, no, no, not we're looking forward to. Uh, 2023. Okay then, with 2023 all wrapped up and thrown in the bin, we are going to take a look at our G.I. Joe related top threes from the past year. It can be whatever you want, as long as it is G.I. Joe related. And we will start with Paddy. Paddy, bud, take us through your top three, starting obviously with uh, number three. Uh, I will preface this by saying that the, 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 the differences between my top three are wafer tin. And yeah. This could be done in any order, uh, because it's been an extremely solid year. Um, my third choice, however, is uh, the existence of classified helix. Fantastic uh, stuff! One of my one of my NGCC pickups. Um, I love the character um, since she was introduced back in the Rise of Cobra days. Whee! That Rise of Cobra figure is probably one of the best figures of that line. I would probably say. Uh, I'm not sure how, if people would argue with me about that or not. No, it's pretty dope. Um, and then obviously she was a fairly big part of the IDW verse. Uh, comics for a long time and then Larry obviously introduced her to the Real American Hero continuity in Silent Option and there behind me you can see my Neto Diaz um, sketch of Helix uh, castrating a Cobra Trooper uh, <laughs> oh, as, as, as commissioned by 
uh, as commissioned via the full force uh, several years ago. Um, so I was very happy to when she was announced for classified, and I'm even happier that she's an extremely solid figure, really, really top notch. I've heard some people have had QC issues with her, but mine thankfully did not. Um, I'm so impressed with her that I have a second one on the way that I will just have two helixes, I guess. A double helix. That's a, a, that's a thing, right? Um, you <laughs> Indeed. Could, you could always do a Tiger Force Helix. Uh, we'll see. I, I would need um, uh, somebody who can actually customise to do that. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find. Uh, I'll see if I can find a local uh, who, who, who can do it. I'm sure you've. I'm sh- there's a plenty actually. I can there's th- there's there's a few nearby. I yes. can think of three um, that are next door. I think. Um, anyway, to you. Uh, that's awesome. um, so that's my uh, that's my number three classified helix first of all existing and second being really really good yeah helix is a great shout um i haven't got her yet but by all accounts she looks great uh and you're i've got a, i'm sim- similar boat with you on the that kind of four inch figure was just so cool and the i think that was what that was that was a character done really a brand new character done really well because there was an element of mystery still to the character, but she still had loads of media to back her up. We had, you know, the comics, like the Helix one-shot and everything. We had the computer game that she kind of showed up in initially. So there was lots of cool stuff with Helix, and I feel like she's been a character that has had a decent amount of character development for someone so new into the into the brand. So, yeah, I'm really happy she's in the Classified series. What do you guys think? Are you uh, fans of this figure? Adam, you were flashing her up a second ago. Honestly, she almost made my top three, but I saw she was on Patty, so I was like, I won't do it out of respect. But, um, <laughs> it's, you know, similar thing. I'd heard of all these QC issues. I got mine. I'm like, maybe I just got lucky. I don't know. Mine's perfect. I love this figure. I think it's so awesome. And also, this, like, double-edged knife thing is insane. It, it looks like a scene from, like, uh, one of the wackier installments of Nightmare on Elm Street or something, <laughs> where she has, like, you know, 5,000 sword arms. Yeah. Uh, so cool. And also... I have a lot of the classified figures out on my desk at any given time, and there's a lot of black, gray, olive drabs. And I have a figure that's just this like bright canary yellow, just really pops. So, yeah, I love her. Great figure. Awesome. Definitely agree with this pick. Awesome. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts on Helix? Um, looking forward to getting one. I did not pre-order, as as you were aware. I, I just haven't been doing that lately, and I haven't seen her locally. So I will pick her up whenever I see her. I loved that original figure. And, you know, that kind of informs my enthusiasm for another one. And it looks like they did a really nice job. So, yeah, I think this is a good pick. Yeah, good shout, Paddy. Uh, right, buddy. Uh, take us through your uh, your second choice. Uh, so my second choice is the Soundwave Transformers crossover Thunder Machine. I was just really happy to see a vehicle that we haven't had before done again. Um, so obviously the first two releases in the Transformers crossovers were His Tank and the Awe Striker, which we've seen a million times uh, yeah. issued over the years. So to get the Thunder Machine again, which I don't think we've really had since the Beast Blaster version, right? There hasn't been a release of the Thunder Machine in between like 1992 nope. and now. I think so. Um, so to get an opportunity to get the Thunder Machine again, um, it looks great fits really it fits in really well with the vintage and it's probably the best actual transformer of the tree that's been released so far the transformation to soundwave looks great the soundwave head sculpt is probably one of the best soundwave head sculpts that's ever been done um and just a really really nice package kitty said 
Um, yeah, that's a yeah, it's a good shout actually. It's really cool looking, I must admit. And I and I think in vehicle mode, I was really surprised at how solid it looks. And but that's been the case for all the Transformers crossovers. The his tank's really solid in vehicle mode. The ore striker's really solid in vehicle mode. And I'm I'm not surprised that the Thunder Machine also looks pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely, they're getting better as they go along. I think. Uh, so I'm excited to see what's coming next year. Well, we know, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paddy, we'll talk about that for to maybe 2024. Um, yeah, Adam, and what do you what are your thoughts on that, mate? Because I know Transformers is not really your bag, is it? Um, yeah, no, I uh, I hate these, but um, I. <laughs> I I love having uh, Patty's uh, Zartan and Zaran in my collection. So uh, thanks for sending those across the pond. You know I, they're cool. I just since my childhood, I feel like we've been kind of if if you're an exclusively GI Joe fan, which I am, I feel like we've kind of been forced to have this square peg fit into this round hole our whole lives, where it's like you want GI Joe, well you have to buy Transformers to get it, and it's like I love O Ring. Just give me the O Ring. You know, like it is cool for the people that like it. I don't hate it. Like admittedly, I think it's pretty cool looking, but like. We haven't had a new Thunder Machine since the original release, but now we can have one that transforms. Like, just just, just give me a G.I. Joe one, please. And thank you. Um, and also price point, you know, like if you want two O-ring figures, they have to spend, what is it, $100 or something to get them. So, yeah, but, but you know, it's all good. Uh, it's very cool looking. And if I wanted my G.I. Joe vehicles to transform, I'd be super into it. <laughs> and speaking of someone that possibly likes their G.I. Joe vehicles to transform, Pat, what are your thoughts on the Thunder Machine at Soundwave? I, I love everything about it. You know, I, I I have the figures. I like I like the way that they looked. I liked what they did with uh, Zorana having the who out to the pre production one with the who was uh, that? Who was that, Pat? I think you said it wrong. I, I think you need to say it. <laughs> Can we all do it on three? <clears throat> yeah, on three. One, two, three. Zorana. Neatly done. <laughs> Try it, adapting uh, it. I love that. I love that Pat just went Zorana. Stop being amazing. Go on, Pat. Sorry, <laughs> you were saying. Sigh first. Oh, <laughs> uh, go on then, mate. I want to hear my high p- own high pitched voice on camera. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> cool. So yeah, you were saying you like the fit. You like it. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's the like Patty was saying. The figure is really solid. I've been really pressed for time in the last two months, uh, as you'll find out whenever I review my own things as well. Um, but yeah, I I haven't actually op- I haven't actually transformed Soundwave, but you know I, I pulled him out and it's a really solid figure. Yeah, and I like the way that uh, the the figures look, the fact that they did take Zarana and and make her have that uh, dragon tattoo. It was originally supposed to match Xandar, but then they switched up the shoulders and got rid of it. I love the fact that they did that. And it's, I don't know, that's just kind of the stuff that I'm I'm looking forward to, which I guess we'll get to that later as well. Yeah, we will be talking one, about that very soon. One thing I really liked that actually I didn't, I haven't seen mentioned is that uh, Soundwave has a weapon storage for Zarana and Zartan's accessories. Oh, that's cool. As well. Yeah. So that's a really, there's slots on the door. Uh, to to stick uh, uh, the weaponry, so that's really neat as well. That when you have them sitting in the vehicle, there's somewhere for their backpacks and someone to go. That's great. Well, sorry, yours is incomplete forever now. <laughs> 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 
Amazing. Uh, and yeah, like, like we said, kind of hinted be- before, we're going to be talking about the future of that particular line very soon. And I'll be talking to BMAC in the new year as well about the collaborative line, which Adam's probably going to be absolutely riveted to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be excited. I know, I know, Pat. I only do it for you. Um, I'll be excited to know what figures are coming. That's true. That's true. I mean, let I won't say it. I won't say it just yet. Take us through, mate. Your number one of the year, then twenty twenty three. What's been your favorite GI? Well, Joe I'm going to go with number, start with number three. No, not you, Pat. Paddy. Oh, Paddy. Pad, Paddy's got his yes. number one to do first. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I picked the classified range viper. Um, mainly because it is a redeco and a retooling of my last year's best figure, which was a uh, tire force outback. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a really, really great uh, reuse of parts. Um, I've never really cared for the range viper in the past. I never owned one as a kid or anything like that. But this design really pops. Um, the new head, the vest, the accessories, except for the bit of bendy plastic in there um, that I was hugely impressed by. But it's an extremely good figure. Um, difficult enough to get, I know. But now that it's coming out in the in the his fire team, hopefully more people will be able to uh, appreciate it. But mm. yeah, definitely my 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 favorite figure of the year, I think. It's an absolute beauty again. I think yeah, cla- it's difficult to pick a favorite classified figure. There are so many. Well, there were so many classified figures. <laughs> I think I counted sixty three thousand uh, to 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 date. The numbers of the numbers have had to like get really small on the side of the, the boxes. Um, anyway, yeah, what do you guys think of the Range Viper, um, Adam? Uh, again, love it. Probably would have made my list as well. The really the only reason it didn't, and you'll see in a minute, is mostly because I I tend to skew towards new stuff and not things that we already have. But uh, Range Viper was a figure I had as a kid, uh, and it's an excellent, excellent update. This the sculpt is awesome. The design is awesome. Colors pop uh, again. Ten out of ten. Like this, this and Big Ben shipping together. Man, Walmart really uh, got a coup on that one because they got. I think these are the explosives of the year. We'll probably be talking about Big Ben a little bit later on as well. Um, Range Viper. I love the fact that the the kind of rifle kind of slots into the backpack as well with the sight. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was really not expecting that at all. And in fact, when I did the unboxing, I was like, it's a shame you can't c- carry all of his weapons storage like at the same time. And people <laughs> in the comments were like, you idiot. The bloody gun goes in the backpack. And I'm like, oh, yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, uh, that was that was awesome. Pat, are you a fan of the Range Viper? If I can find one, I will be. Oh, so, yeah, you're on the hunt. I'm going here. Yeah, I, I, I'm not just not doing the pre-order thing. I just can't rationalize that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and finding a Range Viper, I did find one in Walmart, and I walked up to it in the front of the box, it was a little torn, so I peeked inside and I, I saw the Batman that was in there and left it in Walmart. <laughs> yeah. I, so, yeah, I think I, I think I might want to change my number one pick to the death of plastic-free packaging. Can, can, we, all, uh, can we all give a little shout-out to that? Woo-woo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's been a mission, hasn't it? Um, and all, I mean, that's something we can talk about in another monthly where we discuss the ridiculous amounts of different packaging we've had to deal with <laughs> over the years. Absolutely unreal. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, right, that's the Range Viper. Good shout on that one, Paddy. I, I have to agree with you. I think it's a beautiful figure. I love the head sculpt on it as well. It's it's phenomenal. Good three. Good three. Solid three you got there. Uh, right. Now we come... I can't even remember who we come to next. I think it's I think it's Patrick. It is Patrick. It's Patrick, not Picard Stewart. Uh, buddy, take us through your top three, please, starting with your number three, of course. Okay, sorry for trying to uh, roll right over Patty's yeah. number. 
Um, I, I uh, get my name confused. Um, yeah, so number three, and I actually don't have this either. I'm just my thing that I'm most impressed with. And I will eventually be getting one. I just haven't yet. Is the Super 7 Super Cyborg Snake Armor. I, I felt like we had to have this in there just because Super 7's been doing some really creative stuff and almost felt like we needed to have one of the ultimates on the list. But I felt, wait, that's... That's a small yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Just roll with it. Anyway, <laughs> here, I'll make it bigger so you look super cyborg. There he is. <laughs> oh, it's massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've talked about this thing in the past and how there's that large one also in, in G.I. Joe the movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of something that I feel... I, that I want, and I, I think that it's kind of impressive. And what with the, the Super Cyborg line being robots, I just think that it's something that they, they picked a really nice thing to give us that kind of does have that crossover appeal, even though to G.I. Joe fans, it may not feel like this is kind of a crossover line, but I view it that way yeah. because of the uh, Jumbo Machinder or whatever it may be following this in the footsteps of. Uh, so that's what I picked for num my number three. So I was really impressed with that. And then my number two, even though mine was left out in the rain, is the HasLab His Tank. Yeah. So one of us, I mean, one of us had to have this, and in the end, about eight of us had it. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it on someone else's list? It's on mine. Oh uh, well, yeah. I told you to go ahead and drop it from mine if you. If no, good. no, it's totally cool. I'll just, I'll, it'd just be, it'd be a lot. I'm, I'm still going to talk about it, but I'll just wait till my, uh, till my list on it. Yeah, I'm not sure that that. It's it's kind of an unfair expectation because I think that this is going to be, the best that vehicle that they can give everybody in the classified line. And that's largely because of the fact that I, I don't think that you can get really more iconic and specific to G.I. Joe than the His Tank. It's not a ridiculously too large vehicle, but it's also not too tiny. It's just kind of like the perfect G.I. Joe vehicle. And the way that they handled it, I I do like the fact that we got all the electronics. We have the vamp coming. And yeah, the vamp is priced a lot lower than his tank but the way that they went all out with it i really appreciate i do see a lot of people posting hey my cobra logo on the front is upside down i got an error and you know it's it's because it shines with the cobra logo coming at the person so it's actually correct i thought we went through this at the time of when it was revealed I thought this was this was mentioned at the time of reveal yeah. Lenny specifically said that right? well well it was the other way around initially wasn't it I'm pretty sure that the they had it right. the other way yeah. around, yes. and, and then let, everyone let kicked off. Why they changed it. And then everyone yeah. kicked off, and they flipped it around. So yeah, like it's it's hilarious. It's like no one's paying attention, but everyone's paying attention. How does that? How is that possible? <laughs> right. I, it's been a couple times I've even not just seen it mentioned, but people start a topic with that as like the start of the topic. Hey, mine is wrong. It's like no, it's not. It's good. You're 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 all set. Um, but I, I really like it. I think it's. I think it's awesome what they pulled off. It really is uh, phenomenal. Like I said, I'll, I'll hold off on on a lot of the detail. I'll talk about it uh, when I get to come to my list. But <clears throat> Paddy, is this something that that impresses you 
as a as a as a release? Well, I don't have one um, because uh, it's far too big, uh, and also I'm I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a dipper in classified. I'm not I'm not a completist. Just a tip means um, just a tip. Um, which isn't helped by uh, Hasbro Pulse going EU exclusive on Classified. Yeah. And whereas a year ago I was buying figures for you guys, <laughs> now uh, I have I have to travel to America to make sure I get a bloody yes. Um So it's it's not helped uh, by by the exclusivity. But uh, I have to say, as as Pat says, I do think it is the perfect iconic GI Joe vehicle, and and it is going to be hard to imagine how they will top that. I, I, the dragonfly is a great vehicle obviously but it's not the hiss yeah um and uh yeah but i have been really impressed by what i've seen the people who have got it i mean they made a mistake when they didn't do a tiger fly in my opinion so uh anyway that, that obviously should have been the first use of the dragonfly world. <laughs> should <And> have been <laughs> uh what about you adam i mean it probably should have been they've made like nine tiger force figures already but um i'm so on the fence about it I've never been a huge vehicle guy, mostly because of the space. And that was always, for me, sort of the drawback of a six-inch line is now you're going to have the vehicle be that much bigger. Like, I have it. It's really awesome. Uh, I took it out of the box and, like, didn't even assemble it. I just kind of, like, you know, admired it for a second. It's very impressive. I have no idea where I'm ever going to put it or what I'm going to do with it. So right now, I just have this enormous cardboard box sitting in the corner of the room. But, um, you know, it looks really awesome. And I'll probably keep buying them all and further cluttering my life. <laughs> that sounds that sounds so joyful it's unbelievable uh yeah I, like i said I'll, I'll get to i'll get to the his tanking for for me a little bit later on and we'll keep it just to me talking about it because we've obviously heard from you guys already uh but pat what about your number one of the year my man Tell, take us through that uh my number one whenever i mentioned this in the group uh everybody reacted kind of the same way is, is that 2023 is, is that 2023 <laughs> it is <laughs> Uh, is the Haslab Sky Striker. Yeah, those shipped in January of 2023. So it is a 2023 item, even though all of the excitement of it is a 2021 item. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and there were some there were some misses in here for sure. Like Scarlet's Crossbow was definitely not a fun thing to realize. And then... The hilarious response from Hasbro oh, saying, "Hold it this way." <laughs> it was always yeah. meant to be done like that, uh, was it? Yeah. No. Right. No, it wasn't. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and there's obviously some things that I would want to be uh, done a little bit differently on some of the figures, uh, but we, you know, we we've gotten into that before and, and can can get into that a bit further. Uh, but for the most part, I was really excited to get back into the O-Ring line and was hoping that this would kick something off, which it, it didn't. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like, still sort of did. It sort it's, of has. It sort of has. I think it's kind of a delay. Like, it does make me excited for the Super 7 figures, but I actually am hoping that they are kind of a leap ahead in, in what they are offering than this. Like, Pilot Scarlet's pretty cool. You know, the the reference, it kind of looks like Glenda, which may actually be a, a reference to a reference. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. This is, for, for me, I, I'm just much more excited about O-Ring stuff than I am anything 6-inch. Awesome, man. And what about you guys? Are we fans of the Haslab Sky Striker? Adam, I know you went on on this. 
Yeah, so I have the uh, exact same experience with this that I do with the Hiss. I uh, have never actually opened it. It's a giant box. Um, and you worked on it as well. Out. And you worked on it as yes. well. Um, yeah, yeah, Nightforce Ripcord was mine. Um, that was really cool to do. I, I wish that it had printed uh, much closer to what the actual art looks like. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, getting, what was it, seven new O-ring figures at once was really awesome. And uh, I, I still lament the, the loss of the debt crew but i think we'll be talking about that later but yeah i mean from what i've seen of it i've seen a toy store that has one on display and you know the, the flame trails and stuff looks really cool like the little additions they made to it but even at the time my excitement for this was somewhat tempered by the fact that we had had like what seven sky striker releases in the past 10 years yeah so it was like yeah. how much upgrading could you do you know but i mean getting overing back was the real gem of that set and Obviously, I'm, I'm thrilled with those figures for the most part. Yeah, cool. And uh, Paddy, what about yourself, mate? Again, I like also what Adam said here is that I was kind of wondering that it was another Sky Striker. Um, having said that, having seen the finished product in hand, it looks amazing. It actually looks too amazing for the figures um, in terms of detail and sculpt and accessories. You're like, wait, that's supposed to be an O-ring vehicle? Um, it almost looks too modern compared to the uh, figures themselves. But that's very much an Emily Blunt has ugly toes type of complaint. Um, <laughs> you, can, you, you can ignore it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I was not expecting that ever. That's hilarious. Um, I'm not putting an image up of that, by the way. Um, right. <laughs> Right, amazing stuff. Yeah, I I have to kind of say with the Haslab Sky Strike, I think I'm gonna just be repeating what everyone else has said. I I thought at the time I was concerned that it was just another Sky Striker, and then obviously during the the process, if you guys remember, it wasn't one that raced to the finish line uh, like really quickly. It was one that kind of started okay stalled dramatically and then right at the death we had one of the biggest finishes to a campaign i've ever seen like it was crazy and we've seen it before we've seen it where the, the spike goes crazy towards the end of the of the campaign but not like that that was like we were like non, not funded to almost getting the last stretch goal in about 24 hours and it was like wow this is this is nuts um, and I remember being like all of us in the chat, like the night before when um, the the Rancor didn't make it, and we were kind of talking about that, and we were like, "Oh, I wonder how this is going to affect the Sky Striker." Yada yada yada. And then the next night, <laughs> we're in the chat again, and lo and behold, it's like we're, we're all kind of we were all excited though. I remember that was being that was a real fun time of us kind of getting excited as the as the numbers shot up and it started hitting all those tears. And it was like, "Oh my god, we could get it, we could get it here," and then just didn't make it right at the end, which was a shame. Um, but I still say it was, it was really successful, and it made, I kind of made us really happy at the time that it was a you know, good for the brand that we'd had, you know, a successful Haslab, um, and then that led to the His Tank uh, Haslab, and look at what that did. That was insane. That was like one of the. Oh no, yeah, I'll talk about that later. But anyway, yes, <laughs> on that with the Haslab Sky Striker, I was a little bit concerned that it, you know, it, it wasn't really special enough and i think i we all want different things from the o-ring line which again we'll talk about a little bit later on but i think i want i want stuff that we haven't seen before i want stuff that's like iconic as hell but we've never really had properly like an hq or uh whatever it may be i want something that's like ticks different boxes 
And uh, yeah, like the Sky Tracker, what they did was really nice. The flight stand's really cool, but they could have just brought out a flight stand, a couple of upgrade kits, and you could have added to your current many Sky Strikers. Do you know what I mean? And it would have been enough. So yeah, that's that. Anyway, um, Paddy, Paddy, done yours. Pat, done yours. That was your top, that was your number one, wasn't it? So now we're on to Adam, Padam, Paddy, Patrick, and Padam. Uh, Padam, take us through your top three, please, bud. <laughs> All right. So for number three, uh, well, I guess I, I do want to preface by saying this. You know, if you had taken us back to like 2018, 2019, we were in such an absolute drought. It was very hard to do this this year. We are in a total glut of GI Joe. There's like 10,000 licenses at once. I mean, whoever thought, I, I distinctly remember Daryl the Priest saying at the last Joe Con, we will never license out G.I. Joe toys to someone again. <laughs> I think we have like seven different companies making G.I. Joe toys right now. So. Making the same scale. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is wild. So um, my natural inclination probably would have been to just make all three picks classified stuff, just because obviously classified is sort of the, the bread and butter of G.I. Joe at the moment. But uh, just for the sake of mixing it up a little, uh, at number three, I've got The Return of G.I. Joe Comics. Nice. Which... Um, you know, you really might not think it's that big of a deal until you realize that it was literally 51 weeks between number 300 and 301. So, and, you know, I was there during the uh, the time that we had no Marvel comics. So that was a long, uh, long gap there. So I'm I'm really happy to have them back. Um, what was the gap between uh, 155 and 155 and a half? 94 to 2011, I think. <laughs> That's a bit, so, that was a touch longer, wasn't it? I was going to say about 16 Devil years, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, Devils Do and Image had a run in between there. It wasn't, it wasn't there was no comics. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was, it was even still, the run between Image and Marvel was very long too. Can so. you can you call a real American hero ongoing if it's had a break of that long? Can you, can you call it ongoing if it's had a... I mean, I don't know. If someone falls into a coma and they wake up 10 years later, is their life ongoing? I, I guess. It's the same guy writing it. Sort but of have writing. they done anything in that time? No, other than poop probably yeah <laughs> and and been fed food somehow yeah that's G- that's crazy yeah G- joe exists in a, in a non-specific timeline you know it's just i mean dusty carried sneak peek's dead body and somehow sneak peek was alive i just roll with it you know um <laughs> spoiler anyway, alert though, i'm happy to have it back uh so much of my my life and my gi joe collecting is based on sort of ritual and so just having a reason to go to the comic store every month and be excited about new gi joe yeah. is always going to be a, a good thing in my mind it was always so, uh, so exciting when there was a gi joe comic to get that that week like and and obviously we, even when we had a pretty strong you know period of comics with idw where they we had like multiple kind of you know some mini series and some other things kind of running concurrently like i i would love it when it would be like a week and it'd be like oh you're getting a real american hero this week and then next week oh you're getting the 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 kind of idw continuity and then you're getting like the mini series and it was just like it was really nice like a little presence and uh yeah really really vibed off that so the fact that we're getting i I must admit i've got to talk about this the the skybound comics i've read so far that are in the universe like void rivals transformers uh, i haven't read the duke comic yet but apparently i've just heard so many good things about it so far and that was yes that dropped today so i haven't even like i'm not even like you know that it's not that bad it's only 10 in the morning for me like i 
how would I have read it already? Because <laughs> you're you. You should have read it a month ago. I should have done, yeah. I should have had it yeah. <laughs> seven years ago when we, I knew about the development of it. No, and like that, yeah, that's the, but that's the thing. It's like Void Rivals is incredible. Like I, I have been absolutely fixated on that, that comic and really ex- excited for what's happening in it. Uh, the Transformers comics have been really good. The first three issues, I think, now have we had? Three two? issues, yeah. They, they've been really good. Um, and then, of course, you know, Duke coming out. I can't wait to read that. 301's being phenomenal. Um, 302 was actually even better than I Because I thought 301 was good, but it was that kind of thing where you're trying to, like, not tie up loose ends, but you, you're doing... The Larry's doing that thing where you start at the beginning of the comic and you get to the end of it and he's just done this. It's like... <laughs> It's like the same as the planes, like tri- like wherever the plane was going in that comic. It was like, oh, well, let's go back to the island. Let's go away from the island. And it's like, like what are you doing? But anyway, three hundred two <laughs> was phenomenal. So, yeah, I think um, I think we're we're in for a really really good time with these comics. Paddy, I know you've you've been enjoying the Transformers stuff, haven't you? I have. I've really enjoyed Void Rivals, like yourself. I've really enjoyed the Transformers. And I got a sneaky look at uh, Duke issue one the other day. Uh, someone handed me a copy of the Ashcan. It's exceptional. As a first issue of a series, it really hooks you in. Um, and nicely enough, they are using the classified designs for the other characters. Oh, cool. So, right. Which I think is a good, uh, so rock and roll and stalker. Um, are in their classified outfits, so, which I think is a something that's important for the brand to have. You know, the designs that are out there in toy form being used in the comics. Um, is rock and roll so, doing so this the good. whole time? He is. Yeah. <laughs> is he just stuck exactly in this? Just stuck in that. He's stuck in this pose for the entire thing, <laughs> trying to hold um, his machine gun like this. And <laughs> you, only, you only you only see a brief um, spoilers, but you only see a panel of him at the end. Okay, um, but uh, he is—he's on. I'm not—I'm not spoiling anything too much because he's on for uh, the solicitations have him uh, on other covers. It's all so good, on. man. No, don't worry. I'll bleep you out if you say um, anything too bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the, the the first issue of the Duke series is exceptional, um, and I think it sets up a lot of interesting stuff. Awesome. For the next, you know, next year of comics. The preview of Cobra Commander looks really dark as well. They have gone mm-hmm. real dark with that. Um, and uh, Pat, Pat, are you excited for comics, or are you just going? I mean, this is the starting point in a sense, right? Sure, but I think that I've mentioned before how hard it is to start up again. Plus, my excitement for comics is still like I, I want to just get them in the mailbox. I don't want to have to drive forty minutes out of like in the wrong direction to anywhere that I'm ever going. Uh, to go get comics and that's that's what my situation is is that they are in only two comic shops near me are in towns where there's not anything else that i go to so it's just kind of uh aggravating that i it's such a chore for me to still read any comics so i i don't know and i mean people have suggested why don't you use one of the online subscription services i kind of looked into that but then it I, i don't know it's i've been out of it for too long I just feel like I'm completely out of it. I respect the material, and I would like to read more of it, but it's piled up while I've had trouble getting it. Yeah, you've got 155 and a half through 300 to read, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. This is why you should start with Void Rivals. I could, but then I'd have to go 40 minutes in the wrong direction once a month in order to uh, keep up with it. And it's 
I, I know that I'm I know that I'm eventually not going to do that. So it just makes it difficult. It's to me, it's part of the pro, part of the problem of comics today is that it's gone so digital. Like I just want the story in my mailbox. Might I suggest mycomicshop.com for all your comic subscription needs. Use promo code Adam. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> yeah, go there. I was going to suggest my comic shop. Yeah, mail order, mail order comics still exist. What's it cost per comic? Is it like ten dollars per comic to have it mailed? Like four dollars, and then they'll hold them for you and then ship them out when you want them. So, oh really? Like a pile of loot? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yes. Uh oh, he's getting back into it, guys. Oh, he's... Yeah. You can, I can and see one of time. us, one of us, one of us. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not bad at all. Except it will be sixty grand if you uh, get back or back issues for one fifty-five and a half through three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> they've all they've all been traded. You can get the yeah. trade paperbacks. Yeah, it's only seven. I would, I would definitely. It's only seventy trade uh, paperbacks in that case, isn't it? Which I, is I, good. I, 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 I do think Pat, you will get a lot out of the new Skyburn series. Is and they've they've been exceptionally good so far. Yeah, they've been really good. You wanted a jumping on point. Void Rivals, Transformers, and Duke Number One are, are really good jumping on points. Well, for me, Transformers and GI Joe go together perfectly. So yeah, that that actually is for me. They are they are setting it up very very well to work together. I will say that as well. It's not like IDW where they were just kind of trying to mash yeah. it together and it didn't really work. Um, but at this stage, they have clearly plotted it out well to make the two universes work together. Adam feels the same way about Transformers and G.I. Joe, don't you, Adam? Yeah, I was just thinking about in my head, I'm, I was like, oh, I have a pitch coming on. I'm going to I'm gonna have it where the, the G.I. Joes befriend the Transformers and then salvage them for parts and use their technology to build exciting new vehicles and then we never have to hear from them again. Um, anyway. But they'll have, like, you know, Energon Tower and stuff. Well, so that, was, like- that, was, that was pretty much IDW's Mask series. Yeah, it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll think of something else. <laughs> you, I'm sure you got. I'm sure you got pitches uh, up the wazoo to. Uh, yeah, to yeah. You know, they say uh, p- Rich has got pitches. You know. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Snitches get pitches. Anyway, yeah. uh, Skybound is get pitches. Right, uh, Adam, that's awesome. Cartoon, cartoon, comics. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I'm really excited, and I'm very excited to read Duke after this recording. <clears throat> I'll drop this like a stone and just read that. In fact, I'm doing it now. Um, what's your number two, my man? All right, so my number two is going to be very specific, just to clarify. My number two is Absara and McLeod, but not Tripwire. So, hmm. um, and also, when I say very specific. Only as a unit. They're not individual components. So I fully understand what the intention of this device was. But in my Joeverse, this is Absara's little vehicle. Oh. And you put him in the cute little arm. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing ever made. So Absara uh, is my animal companion, is what you're saying. Yes. No, no, no. You are Absara's companion. He, this is the star of the show. And then and then this is the, the sidekick. I see. I um, see how it is. I know this might sound like a joke, but I'm dead ass serious. I play with this thing every single day. This is like my favorite desk toy. I it almost was my number one. I, I think this is like the greatest thing that Classified's ever done. <laughs> I, I remember when this was first announced. I was like, he comes with a rat. This is so stupid. And then I got it, and I was like, my heart grew three sizes that day. Um, Did you really just, think it was stupid that he came with a rat? I 
know if I thought it was stupid. I was just like, what even is this? Because I didn't, I mean, obviously we've all read into the whole history of, you know, what that's about now. But at the time I was just like, this is nonsense, whatever. But I'm here for it because I'm thought, all about the animal companion. You thought it was but, a Ratatouille crossover, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know. But th- this little, the little arm though, you can, you can extend it in all kinds of cool poses. If you need him to get up on a top shelf to reach something, <laughs> it needs to go at an angle, you know, it's just, it's the greatest. I don't know, man. And also, in my personal life, I just have this real thing about animals with backpacks. I think they're so adorable. Whenever I see like a little dog or something, he's got a little harness on. And, oh, well, you know, whoever would have pictured a rat would come with one. And I, I still, Jeff, I still can't believe they put a harness on it. It's, it's so just, awesome. Where's the camera? Oh, there he is. Squeak, squeak, squeak. squeak. So it's, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> I mean, I'll never use this for what it was intended for. Um, but I man, you just, you just put a rat in there, and it's magic happens. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I. Th- that had to have been intentional that he fits, right? It's like a cyborg. It's like part of him. Just, That's it's amazing. It's just so great. And you could you could sneak up on people with it. He could just come in out of frame, and you know, it's just what's not to love. I, I mean, I mean, I agree with you for many many reasons. Um, I'm sure. But yeah, and I love the fact. I love the fact that you have, like, almost put to side the side what is a phenomenal update <laughs> to an action figure. Like I have ever seen, and also the 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 amount of stuff that's in that set, and it's like I can imagine it now, like on Christmas Day, Mini Adam pulling it out of the box and just throwing everything into a pile, and just just having that for the rest of the day. There's like all these like there's a hiss tank, there's a classified hiss tank over here, there's a classified dragonfly over here, and you're like you're like it's amazing. I, I mean, I, I was kind of prone to doing things like that as a kid, like when figures came, like Ninja Turtles always had those little like solid color, you know, animal companion characters and stuff. Like yeah, I was always yeah. obsessed with those too, but... Um, Ghostbusters like, Ghosts. Has, like, yeah. They were always really fun, weren't they? Like, uh, I remember getting those and just wanting to collect all of the little ghosts more than... And I, more, I was more interested in that than all the other stuff that you could get. I mean, I realize this is essentially like a dollar store toy's worth of plastic, but I mean, look at all the intricate deco hits on him. He's got white spray ops on the paws, the little red harness. He's got his little black eyes, little pink nose dot. You know, you, even McLeod got a couple little red hits on there. I mean, this is top-notch stuff. Amazing. And also, like, when are they ever going to reuse it for anything? I, uh, I kind of wish that... Well, I, I have a thought on that. Actually, I'll tell you in one second. But I, I will say this well, real quick. In the inevitable Tiger Force repaint, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even though this isn't at all about this figure, I, I will say this. If you redecoed this in neon orange, man, you've got the basis for one hell of a long arm. So uh, maybe keep that in mind, Hasbro. But but yeah, whatever. You know, that's garbage. It's all about Apsara and McLeod as my number two pigs. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, have, has anyone got anything else to say on that one? It, maybe, maybe the reuse for it could be an action master companion. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I well, I mean, I do, but I'm, I'm pretending I don't. <laughs> Rat bat and uh, an action master. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, phenomenal stuff. Uh, what's your number one then, buddy? Out of after all that. All right, so here's how here's how uh, Absara can tie into my number one. My number one pick is Mole Rat, um, and I think that they should have redecoed him in Glow in the Dark and included him as an accessory. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. I love this figure; it blew my mind. I remember when we first heard the name Mole Rat, uh, Emily revealed it at some convention or something, and yeah, it was MCM I think London. we all thought London, London Comic Con. 
yeah, I think we all thought it was a code name, you know, like that eventually it would be revealed as whatever it actually was, but it actually was Molerat and we just didn't know what that was because it's new. I think it being new is what makes it my number one. I, I always preach this, I'm like a broken record and you can go back and see my consistency on this that I even gave Akiko the number one figure a couple of years ago, which I still think you're all fools for passing up on for $5. Um, anything new is always going to excite me. Uh, you know, this is how you move the line forward. We can keep going through our fourth and fifth and sixth wave of nostalgia until we die. But if you want to get new people interested, this is how you do it. You know, you put new meat on the bone and this is it. This figure is so awesome. And it does, in a way, harken back to two of my other favorite figures from the modern era, Volcano Viper and Hazard Viper um, with the gas mask and stuff. But yeah. the detail on this figure is absolutely stunning. I mean, I know it's a futile effort to do this. You'll show better pictures. But he's just got... So like he's got glow in the dark accent hits on the lantern and on the the crystal stuff coming out of his face. Is it Energon? Did they actually say that? Dark Energon. They said it's Energon. Yeah. Dark Energon. Yeah. But the detail on this thing is just so crazy. If you really look at the sculpt, it's it's incredible. Like the the textural elements and all the just nasty stuff coming out of him and like the drill bit accessory is really cool. I think yeah. I showed you guys in the chat. I made that little fun video where I made it look like he was drilling through a piece of wood. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I can't say enough good things about it. When I, you know, again, a part of the G.I. Joe, like, smell test for me is when I have a whole shelf full of them, what's popping my eye? And this one stands out in all the best ways. Like, it just the head sculpt is so unusual compared yeah. to what most conventional G.I. Joes are. The color scheme is really weird and unique. And not even in, like, a neon vibrant way, because I know I always tend to go towards this really garish stuff. He's still very real-world tones, but you just don't really see a lot of this particular shade of, like, blue and orange together. Right. Just very cool. And not a single reused accessory. It's just... I can't say enough nice things about this figure. Like, typically, I'll get something, I'll have it on display for a few months, and then pack it away for room for other stuff. I don't know if this one's ever leaving. Uh, he's he's top shelf, baby. Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love Molrat and uh, I hope we see more new characters in the future because they're always going to be getting top preference for me. Yeah. He's definitely a figure that I, I've got one actually. I just haven't, I haven't opened it out of the box yet, but what? he, I know, <laughs> but I know for a fact I'm, I'm already in love with it. I, as soon as I saw the images, I was like, this is really, really cool. I love the fact there's that kind of like zombie element, but then also troop builder element. And then you've got, all the other cool stuff that he comes with and all the detail and the sculpt and the different gear, everything is brand new. Like everything is like something that we haven't seen before with this figure. And I think that's what, you know, it's a unique type thing. I'm not, I think the legs, I want to say that like the upper legs might be reused. But I think so maybe, but... But the rest of it is completely unique, which is pretty cool. Uh, or at least the secondary, I should say, is completely unique. But um, like it's one of those things where you just look at it and you just think, yeah, this is such a good way to do something new in the brand for the brand, and uh, I agree with you on that, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I think this it kind of in a lot of ways takes me back to what I loved about GI Joe as a kid. It when you have something like this that's a totally clean slate that's not been in any media before, it just it unlocks my imagination. Like I just look at it and I imagine all these scenarios. You know, what is he doing? Is he is he harvesting chemicals? Has he been exposed to chemicals? Is he bad? Is it, you know like it's just. Was he previously a Cobra Trooper? Like, is this a special rank? I don't, it's just, when you have something like this, it just, it, it unlocks your imagination in all the best ways because it's just infinite possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you guys? Are you fans of the Mole Rats? I don't have him yet. He's on pre-order uh, with Hasbro Pulse EU, which I remind you is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be excited when he shows up. You can put him on your 24 list. 
2025 list of district. I don't have one yet either. I though it kind of kind of highlights for me one of my frustrations, which is that anytime something is so new, I just kind of want it in four inch. Like I get the I get the six inch figures in, and it's like, wow, this would be awesome if it was four inches. Well, wow. uh, this might be something we can talk about in a second. Yeah. So um, that that's that's one of the feelings I always have, and it's only amplified whenever it's something new and cool. Uh, when did we find out that he glowed in the dark? Like, when was that something that we were When the aware? figure came out, when it was yeah, officially somebody revealed. Somebody got it in the hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, too, which I'm kind of surprised that that wasn't so something we, that was we found, well we, advertised earlier No, on. we found out about it when the figure was officially revealed and shown off and on the, the what do you call it, uh, the pre-order... And then um, I asked the question. No, someone. No, sorry. No, I didn't ask the question. One of the people that worked on it, uh, I think from a, I think it was um, shooting the galaxy, had done pictures of it for the promos, and he said on his post on that day that this is really cool and it glows in the dark, and everyone was like, "Huh?" So like that was the point that everyone knew it glew in the dark, uh, glowed, that it glowed in the dark. Glue, glue in the dark. Everyone knew it glue in the dark. I went really Norfolk then, and then um, obviously that, that that's how it spread. And then from that point on, it was confirmed when it was in hand. But it was something that uh, Shooting the Galaxy had mentioned on the day of release. Uh, that was then spread out like that. So that's. Yeah, I'm we... not sure if I wasn't paying attention or if. Probably not. We probably spoke about it on the weekly as well, but you know. <laughs> probably did, but I, I just guess, I guess sometimes I don't believe that things are going to glow in the dark until they do it well. I know even Super Seven have been like trolling us a little bit with some of their stuff. Like we had a Zartan that they said changed color that never changed color. We had it with Classified. We had a Zartan that's, that was supposed to be a color change and wasn't. It was just copy mistake. In that first Zartan. There have been a couple times, though, where I've picked up a glow-in-the-dark toy. Like, a, there was a Robocop, I think, from NECA. Yeah. And, you know, I put it under super bright lights. You have to put it under super bright lights and then shut all the lights off in the room and have it be dark outside <laughs> before you can even notice it. In the yeah. Dark. That's not glow-in-the-dark. And then I had a, a Funko uh, from Walgreens, a Funko Pop Yoda. It was the one time I bought a Funko Pop. I'm like, it's going to be cool. It's a like a glow-in-the-dark blue. Yeah, I couldn't see it at all. <laughs> I ended up selling it. So until things actually do glow-in-the-dark, which Super 7, why do they say glow-in-the-dark? They follow... They, theirs is really good. Theirs is radioactive. When, 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 when Brian Flynn says glow-in-the-dark, he means it. Yeah, he means it. It's going to leave a it's going to leave a stain on the wall somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the light is going to burn. Super 7 may say they're based in San Francisco, but we all know the truth is that they're based in Chernobyl. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what they do. They just run the product through Chernobyl. Just run the product time. through Chernobyl. <laughs> this is even supposed to glow in dark. Sorry. With most glow in the dark stuff, if it's not actually cast in that sort of like pale like lemony yellow green luminescent plastic it doesn't really work that well like this one has glow in the dark paint on it so like it, it works best under a black light yeah okay but just the fact that it does it at all is pretty cool yeah didn't um the next question we have is why does adam want a black light <laughs> <laughs> to look at all the glow in the dark 90s crap i have duh <laughs> 
It's because uh, he, he came around mine once and he wanted to make sure he wasn't sleeping in anything dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your sheets glow in the dark? Shut up. Um, yeah, right. He ordered them from Super 7. <laughs> yeah, they're Super <laughs> 7 bed sheets. <laughs> oh, they would. This Motel 7 is a... This Motel 6 is a Super 7 Motel 6. <laughs> uh, amazing. Right. So that... I. What? Where are we? I've completely lost track. That's Adam Finley. That, so now we have we have your treat. It's me now, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. I'll Call you homie. I'll I'll rush through mine, even though I've completely forgotten them. No, I'll start with um, kind of like a foil to Paddy's one of Paddy's faves of the year, <clears throat> and that is Big Ben. So um, I know we um, kind of mentioned that we might be talking about this one again, and we are uh, for many reasons. This was a really big one. Now he wasn't a British figure as such. Obviously, he was in the G.I. Joe, a real American hero, American toy line in 91. But his actual characterization is of a, a British SAS soldier. So it's one of those characters that's always been like, oh, like, I don't know, just has a, a nice appeal to myself for obvious reasons. And um, I was really happy when they decided to do that figure in the Walmart line. Um, and the when it came out and we saw this in the Range Viper, I, I don't know about you guys, I was absolutely blown away. My only, my only nitpick, if I put, um, if I borrow Pat's mask helmet, Pat, can you pass me your mask helmet, mate? <laughs> Thanks. Brilliant. Right. Nitpick is on. Um, I'm gonna, and then you see all the breakdown, like the the figure, like all like like Galvatron getting uh, zapped. Um, there's a reference for Adam. That so yeah, so with Big Ben, uh, my only nitpick is the fact they didn't do the backpack. I'm really confused as to why we are not getting as many backpacks. And I've got a feeling it's because everyone keeps moaning that the backpacks don't fit very well. And it's like, well, surely the answer to that isn't to stop doing backpacks. <laughs> it's to it's to make them fit better. So I don't know. I was a bit sad about that. But the figure is so good. And the stuff that he comes with is is satisfying enough that I don't it does not that much of a problem, honestly, at the end of the day. Um, I love the fact that he's got storage on his belt for the magazine, and you can kind of put the whole rifle in the back if you keep the magazine on the rifle, which I have done. Like you just slot it in there, and it kind of like you know, kind of uh, acts almost like a as a as a storage for the rifle. But he's so good, and the fact you get the the uh, alternate head, the gas mask head, is so SAS eagle. It is not funny. So like, I I just think that's that's perfect. So, um, yeah, that was another great kind of addition for that particular figure. But, like, the big Ben head sculpt is phenomenal. Like, it's so good. He's got the little earpiece, just like the original. He's got the the wonderful little kind of, like, hat as well. And he's got the, the paint, camo paint on his face. And it's a really good head sculpt, too. It's, it's you know, like, when, you know, you'll get certain figures, <coughs> Falcon, where you, like, you see it and you go, I, I'm not really getting that character in that particular head sculpt. <laughs> but when it's like but when it, when they get it right, it's like next level. Like Ripper looks phenomenal. Like Helix looks really good. You know, all these all these like new heads and stuff, they look f- fantastic. But when it comes to like, you know, Falcon, I'm going to say Falcon again. There's no way that's Falcon. I could, it's just it's the most random terrible head sculpt I've ever seen in my life and I'll never let that go. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say that 
It's just perfect for me on that, uh, bar the, the backpack. What are your thoughts on Big Ben, guys? I love him. He would have been one of my... Uh, I, I, I struggled over him and the Range Viper for a pick for my list um, because I think he's a great figure. The only reason I left him off my list is because he's got a giant uh, Union Jack on his arm and as a patriotic Irish man, I can't... I can't yeah, you can't, you can't support that shiz. So every time, every time I pick him up, I sing a really filthy Irish rebel <laughs> song um, to make up for the fact that I have a Union Jack in my house. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get it. I get um, it. I get it. But uh, again, it was one as soon as I saw the alternate head for uh, SAS squad leader eagle, essentially um, instant pre-order, and I've actually never used the Big Ben head. On yeah, him at all. I got two just so uh, I could use in, straight into the parts bin, and I used the gas mask head. And Lenny, if you're listening, SAS squad leader eagle, just do it. Hundred percent. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I have to. Would you prefer like a four leaf clover on the side? On the <laughs> yeah, or even a box of a lucky charms or something. A box of lucky charms on his. Oh, blue moons. A little Hearts lepre- and golden rainbows. A little leprechaun uh, just on the. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Amazing. Yeah, uh, no, I see, get that. I see, get that. See, Union Jack in his arm all the time. It's just that I have him actually positioned so that I can't see it. On the shelf. You, you, do you get flashbacks yeah, of the? I feel better. Do you get flashbacks of the Miami show band Massacre? That's exactly, because obviously he would have uh, been one of the perpetrators. Yeah, Z-Force would have been like, uh, Z-Force can, in the can, SAS. Canonically. <laughs> I still can't, if you've never seen the, the Miami show band Massacre documentary, it is terrible. I mean, it's amazing, but it's like horrible. But the 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 antagonists in reality, in real life, were friggin' Z-Force. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, enough of that crap. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts on Big Ben? Uh, he looks great. I always, I always liked the character. For me, I always also wanted to see him in the black and gray. Uh, so if they did that, I don't know. I, I kind of would rather see it done as Eagle, though. Like for the fact yeah. that heads are just swappable now. Big Ben, we definitely got tired of Big Ben in the early 2000s. Winter First- Big Ben. Orange yeah. and brown Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of repaints of Big Ben that were just it didn't seem to have any purpose. Uh, but, you know, it's nice to see him again because I did love that original figure. The original figure, especially the grenades and the accessories, everything about that figure was just really solid. It was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see him back, but I agree that I would love to see Eagle. Adam, you must, you must love Big Ben based on your uh, love of Deke. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I love D. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think the the purpose of those uh, Pat was that they still had the tooling. Um, yeah, the yeah, only have, the only tooling they had yeah. probably. <laughs> I have so many good things to say about this figure. If this is one of those things where if if we had done a top ten or twenty, uh, you know, for sure he would have made my list. But you know, it's just like I said, it was just, it was an embarrassment of riches this year. There's just too much good stuff. There was no way to narrow it down. So a couple of things off the bat, I found it puzzling that they made this a Night Force figure yeah. versus just a regular Big Ben because it's so similar that it's like, are they actually kind of like Tunnel Rat? Like, yeah, the Tunnel Rat one was a head scratcher, wasn't it? A little bit. Yeah, like, are we going to get another Big Ben now with like a very minor difference? That's, I don't know. That's that was a weird one to me. The backpack that you mentioned. I agree. I wish he had it. And, you know, I had Big Ben as a kid and I loved this figure. And it's funny, there's some guys that I feel like can remember every detail from every file card. 
I am definitely not one of them. Uh, but his final card as a kid always stood out to me because it talked about how for part of his training, he had to carry around 50 pounds in his backpack for whatever it was, 10 miles or something. And as a kid, I was like, 50 pounds, that's a lot. You know, so it always stuck with me for some reason. Um, why, I don't know. My laptop um, bag's about 120 pounds. Yeah. I, <laughs> but um, this figure is just so awesome. I, I like that they made him tall. I thought it was kind of fun that they played into the, the big part of the band. Texturally, he's just got loads of awesome detail all yeah. over. The face is incredible. Um. It's funny, I have a different experience with this, both this figure and character than you guys do. When you're talking about seeing the SAS Eagle and stuff in here, like, for me, it was the complete opposite. The gas mask head was right in the bin and, you know, Big Ben came out because I have no connection to that character. Sure, so it's, it's sure. interesting how we all have different experiences with the same thing. Although, I will say him having that gas mask head would pair nicely with mole rats if you wanted to have them do some, like, chemical warfare or something. I could just go on and on. It's like sometimes you just have a figure that you just want to gush over. Like, he just, he's so good. He, he's opposite Falcon. Um, Big time. You know, Big the, time. The head sculpt is so realistic. The direct inkjet printing on this one just, you know, sometimes it's hit or miss. Like, there's sometimes where the eyes almost look kind of, like, pixelated a little bit. Yeah, we definitely got that a little bit with one of the ninjas, I think, where you just see the eye. It was Storm Shadow. Retro Storm Shadow. I had that problem yeah. with, yeah. This one, though, I mean, it's it's perfect. Like, it looks like a, it, like, it looks like a really good hand-painted custom. Like, the airbrush is, like, the stubble, like, the 5 o'clock shadow looks so realistic. Like, it almost looks like they just stuck a human in a shrinking machine. Uh, you <laughs> little, know, this little is the ben. kind of, like... Yeah, little Ben. You know, as, as much as... I, and I am with Pat on this. Like, for me, G.I. Joe, in my mind, is always sort of a four-inch line. I think it, it, it's best compatible with that world for interaction with playsets and vehicles and stuff. But a figure like this makes me rethink that completely because I'm like, this is what six inch was for. Like, this is the perfect scale to hit this level of detail and still, you know, not hit that hot toys level and still be like a, you know, a, a moderately priced like action figure that you can pose, you know, it, it's just so incredible in hand. For anyone that doesn't have it, like high, high recommendations, the detail on this figure is just out of this world. Awesome. Right. That's big Ben. Um, that was my top one. That was my number three, by the way, not Adam's. Uh, <laughs> i just love it i'm gonna go with my number two and i would have i mean it's a bit easy to put this at number one because it it should be at number one really uh and that is the his tank the haslab his tank and i mentioned it earlier it's just too good for me not to put on this list for me this year like it's it's one that i unboxed i've had it out it is now on display it is phenomenal it comes with four bloody figures for goodness sake the driver, the gunner, the tactician, the Cobra Commander, they can all rock in this bad boy, like, comfortably. And, yeah, they can all rock in this bad... It's it's unbelievable. And one of the best things about it was the, I suppose, the kind of working out of the lights. Because, obviously, you just have to press it nine times in a row to get all the different versions of the light options. But, my goodness, there's so many. It's like you've got front headlights double front headlights, red lights that at the front as well, if you don't want the, the double white headlights. You've got the spotlight that comes out of it. You've got the rear like red lights on the back. You've got the interior light, which only comes on when you open the door, which is so awesome. So you can kind of click through on the on the options and there's no lights on it. You open the back door and it just zoom, comes on like a blooming fridge. It's so cool. Um, the Obviously the interior where the, the, the the driver is when those lights come on and they flicker when they come on like you know like 
like almost purposefully, not like because it's a crap battery, but because it, you know, it kind of goes. It's so awesome. So that for me was like a lovely little kind of icing on the cake. But the actual, the the details, the features on this thing, it's just next level. And I, the working treads are like just perfect as well. Like I, I thought it was going to be like either really loose. Or really tight, like you have to kind of press it hard on the ground to make the treads work. No, it is like it's perfect, and you can also spin it so you get the treads going in opposite directions. So it's like I don't know, it's just really beautifully balanced. It's you, you put figures in it, and you they've got to really take that into consideration too, because if you put the driver in it, is it going to go gunk <laughs> like that? No, it's like solidly balanced. Like no matter what you put on it, at what you know construction you put on it, it will be just superb so i'm um, um, yeah it's just one of those one of those things one of those vehicles that is just yeah next level and like i'm a big classified fan i'm a, i'm a big fan of the six inch like you know scale um mainly because it just it, it feels more satisfying in my hand i think i think that's all it is i think it's just the satisfaction feeling like the figures feel more satisfying to me uh the vehicles obviously you know we've had a few of them but nothing like this like it is huge uh, but at the same time, I've got to admit, it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be stupid, and I'm never. This where's this going to go? But no, it's on my desk. It's like it's it's literally like right there when I'm doing these recordings and stuff. Not this particular recording because I'm not at my desk. Um, but it is just phenomenal. So I'd have to give number two. I have to say the the his tank. Obviously, we've already talked about it, so I'll move on. But that is my number two, and the only reason it's not number one is because the G.I. Joe team decided to put my name, or <laughs> so, so, uh, there's, there's, there's grey area here, but then they're never going to admit to it, but they did to me, um, that the that they put my name on the, um, the robot, the bomb disposal robot for Tripwire. So Tripwire actually is going to be my figure of the year, because it is just phenomenal. Now, take... Apsara and McLeod out of it for now. I'm gonna throw them in a pile. On the, I'm just kidding. Like, the, <laughs> like take. I'm, I'm gonna put those to the side for now because we've already discussed them at, at great detail. But the tripwire figure, the fact that they went and did two secondaries that create two different versions of this figure was like, wow! I can't believe they did it. They did it. They executed it perfectly. Like, you've got, like, the big neck piece and the big helmet and the secondary, which is all for the upgrade. And then you've got the small neck piece and the regular head and the, you know, the other secondary for the for the kind of updated tripwire. And I think they've just done a phenomenal job on both versions of those figures. Like, I struggle to... I mean, he's, he's in his regular kind of uh, vintage-style tripwire, you know, um, gear for me, uh, for the most part. But... If I do get a second one, which I probably will, I'm going to put the, the the big gear on it. So you've got like multiple display options. But the fake all these options with that figure, and it's thirty four ninety nine. What planet is that past possible on? Because it really shouldn't have been. Like I don't know how you get a figure so full of accessories like that at thirty four ninety nine, and throw an animal companion in, and a bomb disposal robot, and his friggin detector on a hose on his backpack with landmines in fact the only 
issue I have is that not all the landmines can be stored. But I've, I've got one that kind of clips to the bottom of his, um, to the underside of his uh, detector. Uh, but other than that, like, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful figure. Um, does anyone want to talk about Tripwire or not at this at this point? Oh, I'll talk about him. <laughs> you know, I, I knew that he was on your list, so I wasn't going to take that. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, he's a, a distant, distant secondary to me to the real star of the show. But um, I'll tell you one thing I do love about him that you, it just crossed my mind as you were saying this. When you said he comes with the secondaries, because this is like a lead vest, I was like, this will pair beautifully if you have that that Masters of the Universe Molar figure, or also I, I have this WWE uh, Evil Dentist Isaac Yankum figure. <laughs> if you want to put this on somebody, he could do like you know dental work and X-rays and stuff. That's that's gonna be great fun. Um, <laughs> molar, God, I haven't heard of Molar in years. I'm I'm here for the throwback, man. <laughs> uh, this is an it's a great figure. I I am bored with with version one homages i'll just i'll just call it like that i mean sometimes you can do significant upgrades for those like ripper where it kind of breathes new life into where it, it almost surpasses the version one but anything that's just like here's the thing you already have but big version I, i'm not all that jazzed about that doesn't that doesn't buzz my berries you know but uh that's why mine is decorated as such i think with this secondary and the helmet and the neck piece and his little you know video game controller from a cloud and stuff this is great fun. I uh, I do love this design because, it, in a way, this is almost like a Tripwire version two for me or something. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. we've expanded on the concept and turned it into something wholly original. His head sculpt but, as but well. His, his head sculpt is really cool as well. Yeah. Didn't even talk about that, but the fact that you've got another his, option, his, his human head. You yeah, mean? yeah. This is an example where I feel like the uh, the inkjet printing they might have gotten a little heavy handed. He 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 looks a bit like he's in drag makeup, but um, but <laughs> but the sculpt is very nice. Maybe just give him a little wipe with some paint remover on those cheeks to bring him back to earth. But that's okay. That's what we got this helmet for. I think it's because I think it's because he's hot and sweaty in his absolutely ridiculous gear, though. I think that's the uh, um, the vibe they're going with on that one, aren't they? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll drip some glue on his face so he'll have some little sweat beads. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I'd like to think he's he, this helmet's big enough he could fit an air conditioner in there. But um, <laughs> it is a very nice figure. I mean, I agreed that it would be cool if the mines would fit in the backpack, but that's that's a minor thing to me. Minor, get it? A minor <laughs> thing, yeah. I ah, killed me. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he he's awesome, man. I don't know why he's uh, he's got a pistol here. That seems like a dangerous thing to have in a minefield. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's a. Uh, He's good. He he's not Absaro and McLeod good, but but he's good. I mean, he you know he's the vessel for those to exist. So there you go. Um, uh, I would have paid thirty four ninety nine for those personally myself, but just on their own. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if they can sell Grogu as a Black Series figure, they can sell Absaro <laughs> and McLeod. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Are you uh, fans of Tripwire, Paddy? Haven't got him yet. I'm holding out for the inevitable Tiger Force reprint. Oh, it's coming! It's coming! Um, and what about you, Pat? Yes, for sure. I think that this is the perfect update because of the fact that you can get such a close approximation of the original character in the same package with the update. I've said many times that I think they kind of need to take that strategy of, you know, uh, fulfilling the need for the original and then also doing something that's an update. So it's kind of a, a treat to actually get all of that in one package. Yeah, um, it it really is it really is excellent, and I think that it 
actually does a good job at six inches because my criticism of the six inch stuff is and adam did start to talk about this is that when you blow things up to 12 inches you could do even more like i love the four inch stuff so six inches kind of like a a mid scale to me but they've kind of done everything that i would want to do anyway at 12 inches or in the form of two four inch figures so it really is a, a perfect execution and so much value in that box it almost feels to me like uh maybe people were pitching something assuming that items would get costed out and so it's like and a rat and and a, <laughs> and a robot and you know and they just expected things to go from it because you compare the the 35 dollars for tripwire to the 35 dollars for kamakura and it's really no comparison like it's Tripwire is so much better. I, I picked up Kamakura for uh, on discount there recently, and he, he is the epitome of a $22 figure in a $35 package. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, no, really there's no comparison. Yeah, but uh, the only the only complaint I had when I had mine out of the package was that, that um, the, the mines in the backpack, just if you put them in there, there's no getting them out. Yeah. It's really yeah, it's hard. tough. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think, like I said, uh, not all of them go into the backpack, which is uh, surprising. Yeah. You'd have thought they have that a have... pig on them instead of a hole, yeah. which is, feels like what they should have had. Yeah. Um, and yeah, okay, cool. So that is, uh, that's my top three. My top figure of the year is Tripwire. And my top three, obviously, as I've just mentioned there. Now, let us know in the comments, guys. Um, what your top threes are this year. And again, they can be lots of different things. They don't have to be classified. All mine was classified, but they can be lots of different things. So uh, obviously, you know, go nuts. Let us know in the comments what you have loved so most in 2023. Uh, and now we will move right into 2024. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or in enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force